At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. You asked for it. Here it is. It's a podcast from Apathetic Enthusiasm. In this episode, we're talking about free-to-play games and comic adaptations or something. I don't know. It's it's apathetic enthusiasm. I mean, technically, all of that's true. Technically, <laughs> technically, all of that's true, but a very specific free-to-play game and a very specific comic book adaptation. Yeah. Hi, everybody. I'm Travis. Hey, everybody. I'm Brandon. And if you want to get a hold of us, there's a few ways you can do that. Here's my personal cell phone number. <laughs> uh, 504-627-1389. That's right. 602-138-5422-867-5309. That's right. Leave a message with my assistant, Jenny. <laughs> and, uh, uh, yeah. Hey, remember that time a long time ago that we we dialed for calling oats? Remember that? Remember calling oats? Do you, do you remember that? Like you, like a person named Colin Oats? No, 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 no. If you dial seven one nine two six O A T E S, you're you're calling the Colin Oats hotline, the Hall and Oats <laughs> emergency hotline, uh, and uh, yes. they'll the, you know they'll they'll play some Hall and Oats in there. <laughs> So remember seven one nine two six oats for your emergency hollow oats fix. Uh, yeah, I'm Travis. He's Brandon. If you do want to, in fact, uh, keep up with this podcast or anything else we do, content wise, uh, follow us on Twitter at Apathusiast. I am at Jogomino. He is at Barnyard Cruise. You can find us on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash Apathetic Enthusiasm Show, or Send us an email, apatheticenthusiasmshow at gmail.com. We are on Instagram, apathetic underscore enthusiasm. Our website, where you can catch this show, all of our podcasts, anything we make, apatheticenthusiasm.com. Uh, we are streaming live right now and almost every Monday night, occasionally a Sunday, uh, over at twitch.tv slash apatheticenthusiasm. You can follow us over there, get notified when we go live. Uh, you can also follow along at YouTube, youtube.com slash apatheticenthusiasm, where you can... 
like, subscribe, do all the things that the kids are doing over there on the YouTubes. Catch past video versions of all of our episodes. Uh, you can also support the show directly at Patreon, patreon.com slash apathetic enthusiasm. Thank you to all the patrons for being so wonderful. Uh, and that's that's it. All the stuff's out of the way. Everything else is impromptu. It's it's uh it's loosey goosey. It it's like in racing games, improvised right? <laughs> racing Solved. game. You got in, in in sports racing where you you tighten the suspension up, right? And and you tighten the suspension. And that's when you want to get that top speed, right? But when you when you're going, there's going to be lots of twists, lots of turns, slowing down. You want to loosen the suspension just a little bit so you can get better handling around those those, those corners. And yeah, that's, that's why this pod, that's why this podcast is so loose, is so we can get a better handle on what we're talking about. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, we're not trying to go fast. Oh no, no uh, just loose, just fast, <laughs> slow, <laughs> slow and loose. That's that's the way we like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how you doing, Brandon? I'm all right. In your in your Guardians of the Galaxy T-shirt. All right. Here. It's my Microsoft Ignite T-shirt. Um, Ignite the Microsoft. Things are going good, Travis. I'm glad you asked. I'm on vacation okay. this this week from my actual job. Ooh, and um, your actual job, not this job. <laughs> this one you still got to come to work to. No, 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 no. Um, yeah, I guess I guess that implies that I have a job somewhere else no uh so yeah i've taken i've taken vacation week and uh so far i have done i feel like i've actually done been pretty productive um get you tomorrow i'm I'm probably gonna wake up early and go see maverick uh there's a 9 30 showing um so i'll probably wake up to, to do that i don't I need know. to see it <clears throat> i can i can probably see it this week Odds are I can see it this week. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Odds are I might see uh, <clears throat> might see Jurassic the new Jurassic World later on in the week. I tried. Have you, have you heard the reviews? Have you heard? <laughs> I have heard the reviews, and some people who I know who have seen it enjoyed it. Other the reviewers, not necessarily fans. There's this one guy uh, on AV Club. I don't know if AV Club has always been so negative, Nancy, but there's there's certain reviewers on AV Club that are just they hate everything. They just they just don't like like there's nothing that I've seen that they like. Um okay. and it, it one of the Jurassic World reviews came came from them. And so I'm a little I'm a little skeptical of of their tastes nowadays. Yeah, I I have a coworker who inside this weekend who was like uh, are you excited about seeing the movie? Because if you are, go ahead and temper those expectations <laughs> just just a little bit. And I was like, oh, okay, all right. Um, I I mean, Jurassic World was pretty good, but like, I don't know. I think they could have stopped making Jurassic Park films four movies ago. Well, they did stop making Jurassic Park films. Now they're making Jurassic World films. What they need to do is need to stop making Jurassic World films and start talking about Jurassic Galaxy, where the dinosaurs, they're flying spaceships, uh, they're they're <laughs> going through like trade wars and stuff like that. 
they they have a galactic senate that an evil dinosaur is trying to overthrow and become the emperor of the and 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 all the humans are extinct and these dinosaur scientists find find some some human embryos encased in uh glass i don't know like like well it, well, an epoxy resin. Yes, 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 yes. So they, they they drill into it, and then they start cloning humans. And then, ah, uh, soon enough. And then the one human is like, what's going on? Where uh-huh. am I? And then he finds the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> <laughs> you finally did it. Damn you. Damn you all to hell. <laughs> Scene. Yeah. Perfect, perfect movie. Just make that sell a million tickets you requested it um well yeah i'm excited for you to see maverick and enjoy all of your your downtime your Mm -hmm. time off um watching jurassic things yeah sure sure no i that's fine uh watching jurassic things um i'm trying to grow i'm using this week to grow out some facial hair it's slow growing so far um i really just want to shave it with uh manscaped <laughs> oh oh hi <laughs> just kidding um no i i'm just i want to code unity for 20 percent off or something <laughs> i want to use my patchy patchy facial hair to see see how long it goes and really just just relaxing um sitting outside all morning out uh, on my on my table there's just it's it's silent it's quiet all you hear is like the breeze the sun's coming up over the the sun or uh, over the the mountain side and i just sit there for five to six hours straight playing diablo on my phone is that what you did this morning like are you like over like level 60 now have you just completely left me in the dust i am over 60 now yeah i'm uh i'm level i'm level 60 paragon paragon one all right. Well, this brings us to our first topic this evening, this afternoon, this morning, whenever you're listening to this podcast. Uh, and that is, of course, a, a brand new game from Blizzard Entertainment, uh, free to play on my device and yours. Uh, that is, of course, Diablo Immortal. Uh, game's been out for, what, a couple weeks now? Couple, couple weeks? Yeah. yeah. Does it, yeah. Couple weeks? Couple weeks. Yeah, like a week and a half, it feels feels like. That's when we started playing it. It was out oh. a good half a week before we oh. we started too. Okay. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it's out. It initially when it when this game was announced, there was uh, limited excitement from from some of the fan base. Uh, people typically love Diablo games, have loved them for a really long time, and when Blizzard announced that they were making a a mobile version. Um, I, I think fans were just kind of, they just like wanted Diablo four. They're like, don't make a game that exists in between two of the other games that doesn't really <laughs> add to the story. And I have to play it on a smartphone. Give me a full on Diablo game. But I will say the game was pretty fun. And, uh, in terms of if you, if you've ever been a fan of Diablo and wanted to have the option to play that game wherever you are at any given time <laughs> and just carry it around in your pocket. Well, have I got the game for you? This, this is uh, the, this is the time to be alive for you. Yes. Uh, 
Yeah, so so Diablo on mobile. Before we get into Diablo on mobile, I just want to gauge your history with the series. Um, which other Diablo games have you played? What I mean, what's your experience level with the Diablo series? Um, I don't think I played Diablo one until after Diablo two came out. Mm. <clears throat> um, when did Diablo two? Come out. I think like 97 or yeah, like 96, uh, 97. Initial release 2000. Oh, Diablo 2? Yeah. Oh, wow. So June 29th of 2000. I didn't realize it came out <clears throat> after Starcraft. Um, so then maybe I did play the first Diablo because. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well. Yeah. Uh, oh. But I definitely, the first time really getting into a Diablo game would have been Diablo 2. Um, and, and that was right around the time when I had built my first PC, like built my own and yeah, uh, played, played a ton of it, played through the story, uh, really enjoyed it. Um, Diablo three, I also played, but again, like same sort of situation, played through the story mode, played through the campaign, um, really liked it. And then kind of put it away i was mm. like all right this is yep this is fun and then it wasn't until a couple of years ago when people are like hey this new character being released for diablo 3 and i was like you're talking about you talking about that game from like <laughs> 10 years ago like down three like oh yeah i still play all the time i'm this level <laughs> such and such yeah with a, uh-huh and it, my eyes were opened to the fact that people would just run through dungeons and raids over and over, over and over, and over, and over again, and over and over, for slightly incrementally over. better pieces of equipment, and over, so that they could then <laughs> do the same thing over and over and over, again. and 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 over and over and over again. Yeah, um, I I was a fan of StarCraft. I was a huge fan of StarCraft, uh, which came out, and I think I think that came out in ninety seven, ninety eight, and uh, Blizzard then came out with. I knew Diablo was was around. Then I guess Diablo two came out uh, in two thousand. Um, I was already in, I think uh, Arkansas. I was living in Arkansas, and I knew a bunch of people who played it all the way up until like two thousand eight, two thousand nine. People were still playing Diablo two, and I, I, I'm like okay, what, what's up with this game that everyone loves it? And I don't know what was up with my computer at the time, but it just, it, everything felt like it was just like, everything was moving so super fast, like, like graphics accelerated. And I'm like, okay. this is like, this is weird. I, it, it didn't, it didn't click for me. So I didn't play through Diablo two. Uh, it wasn't until 2012 when Diablo three rolled around uh, that I, that I, that I started playing the game. Um, and then the expansion came out and I played the hell out of that. And my Diablo experience is I, I fiend over the game. I binge the hell out of it. It's like a phase thing. It's like Minecraft. It's like any, uh, like Sim city, any of those types of games where I just play, the, <laughs> like play, play the hell out of it for a, a, a very short period of time, a, concentrated period of time like like orange juice and then like okay yeah that, that's that's good enough i'm I'm done with it i've i've gotten enough i've i've reached the level cap and i've 
I've done this, that, and the other. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Time to play. Time to play something. What else is on Game Pass? Because like the the incre- like I want to get to the Paragon level. So for those who don't play Diablo, once you get to the the level cap, which in Diablo Immortal it is level sixty. I think everything is level sixty basically. Then yeah. you start leveling up more, and those are called Paragon levels, uh, which lets you go into harder dungeons. So the same dungeons you've been running the entire game, but now harder versions which they call hell one through you know infinity Um, stronger monsters more monsters yeah 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 yeah. and that and that and that's where like you can blaze through the game with whatever normal build you have for your character so if you have a barbarian or a demon hunter or a necromancer basically it doesn't matter what your build is for the entire game you can just play through it that way once it's getting into like the hell difficulties and these paragon levels, that's when the uh, the art or the science of maximizing min maxing your character to get like okay yeah this this build does so much damage and I need this gear set in order to maximize that damage and also survivability. That's when the when it gets into that scientific piece of it, and that's where I'm like okay yeah. I'm I'm done. Yeah, if I have to do research on like the types of armor and stuff, then I'm usually like out. And the other thing that doesn't help for me as a as a as a player is in almost any game if there is a raid type aspect to the game, that's usually when I check out. So, <laughs> World of Warcraft played through World of Warcraft to whatever the max level was at any given time. Uh, numerous times different characters different you know different different sides all sorts of things but as soon as i like would max out and then it's be like all right let's go do this raid be like yeah all right kind of good like I've, i did that <laughs> yesterday <laughs> yeah but we can we can do it better and faster and get more stuff yeah but it's the same fight like as it was yesterday like and to me like I, I understand why there's appeal there, mm-hmm. and I understand the idea of getting a group of people together and everybody having different roles and things like that. I, I, I do understand that. Um, so I'm not, I'm not hating on anybody that loves those parts of the game. For me, it just doesn't feel as fun. I just, I don't know. I don't. I, I don't. I, I, I imagine it's like. Uh... Like racers, like swimmers or um, track runners, race car drivers, they're always, they get their best time, their best score. And they're always, even if it, even if it's just a few seconds faster, yeah, oh, cool. I, I, I beat it. I did, I did it faster and faster and faster. For me, that, and I think it, for you too, to, you know, like the fact that you, you, got to the time that you needed to get like okay anything below that i'm just working extra hard for diminishing returns and at some point in time i'm not going to be able to get faster so instead of trying to (laughs) to do that and failing at it like i already beat it i already did what i needed to do um and 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 that's one of the things that i think is really interesting about diablo immortal right and the I don't know business strategy behind this game, right? Because uh, it is it is available on your on your mobile device. You can get it for PC. 
not currently supported on uh, on Mac OS, unfortunately. Yeah, weird. Um, but this is a free to play game, right? So you uh, you have to pay zero dollars to download this game and start playing it. If you have never played a Diablo game, you're like marginally interested in any of the conversation we've had so far. <laughs> You can check it out for free right now, like n- no monies, and uh, which which is not a new thing. This is something that a lot of games are doing. One of the biggest games in the world, Fortnite, started out as just this free to play battle royale game, and they've made all of the monies right off of microtransactions and battle passes and things like that. And so that model has continued to find its way into lots of other types of games, and now Diablo being the latest version of it. So while you can get in the game for free, you can play all the way to level 60 and, you know, do pretty much, I think, all of the things without having to spend any money, there are ample opportunities, (laughs) and the game will remind you. Ample. On a regular basis. uh, That there are opportunities for you to spend your hard-earned dollars uh, to advance or or unlock other options within the game i feel like ample is an understatement (laughs) um yeah because here here's here's the thing that gets me about the game uh full disclosure travis and i both bought the battle pass for diablo um diablo immortal and i had a I had a gift. I had an iTunes gift card, so I I, I ended up using. It. I'm like, yeah, sure. I haven't. <laughs> I've had this gift card sitting in my car in the like in my change thing for the last like three years. So it, I'm like, okay, I got to spend this money. But um, the the thing about not the battle pass, but the all the different currencies that the game has, it's kind of overwhelming because they they talk about there's like hilts. There's dust. There's a different kind of dust. There's runes. There's more different dust. More different, <laughs> more different runes. There's gold. All of these things you can buy, and all of these materials do something different. So some materials are used to upgrade your gems. Some are used to upgrade your gear. Some are used to also upgrade your gear. Sometimes you need multiple resources to upgrade your gear and your gems. Uh, and the game encourages you to to buy buy a lot of this stuff, and it's like four hundred percent off, like discount. Like you just came out with a game, you can't try to like tell me you're it's on sale already. But yeah, yeah. Uh, but I will say, uh, like I was on LinkedIn uh, on on somebody's post about like, hey, Diablo Immortal release, yay, we're so excited. You know, some of the developers, which is cool. People in the comments being like yeah uh play to win it's play to win of course yeah blah, blah, blah. like uh, by the way linkedin's not the place to be a shitty human being it's for like networking <laughs> professionally <laughs> oh this game's play to win also please check out my resume i'm currently accepting <laughs> yeah. offers for a new position <laughs> yeah um so i think that the critique that i've seen for for pay to win yeah like you can spend a lot of money and i think people have done a couple different videos and a couple different articles about how much it would cost to like max out your stuff, like a couple grand if you wanted to like uh, do a lot of that advanced stuff, but you don't need to pay, but you don't need to. Yeah. 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I interrupted you. No, 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 no. Go you, ahead. You definitely don't have to spend that money. And really the only benefit I feel like you're going to get from spending the money is that you'll get to play the game less <laughs> in terms of like, because you'll just eventually upgrade your equipment much faster and then you can hop into uh, you know, higher level raids or, or higher level dungeons, but you're still essentially playing the same game. You're just yeah. getting the stuff faster. Right. So for me, we talked about buying the battle pass. I did not know what to expect on this game when I downloaded it for free. I figured I'll check it out and see what it's all about. I had just gotten a brand new phone anyway. So I was like, oh, this would be a fun way to like put my new iPhone through its paces. And played it for a few days and was like i'm having a lot of fun with this there is a pretty immersive storyline throughout if you're into story there's plenty of things to do in the game uh you picked it up like we had a few different people playing it and i was like all right well as 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 a philosophy right if i if i pick up your free-to-play game and there is a base level way to spend a few dollars and support the developer, whether you're an indie developer or one of the biggest gaming studios in the world. Mm -hmm. uh, typically I'm like, yeah, I'll throw, I'll throw a few dollars in, in, in the pile. Right. So a, a battle pass option to me, I I've come around to battle passes a little bit more over, over the last couple of years, throwing, I th what was the battle pass like five i don't think it was even 10 bucks like five bucks for the basic battle pass or something like yeah, that yeah yeah five for the basic and then i think it was like 15 for the deluxe yeah and i just i just bought the basic battle pass i was like hey here's some money thank you thank you for everybody making the game and now i get a few extra gems and, and different things when i hit certain levels right mm -hmm. so i get i get another level um, and you do, I think, unlock additional XP through the battle pass. So it is helping me to oh. level up a little bit faster, which is, is fine. Cause I frankly don't have all the time in the world to play it. So, <laughs> uh, despite my best efforts, despite what you might ask some of my kids, I, I, I don't have all the time to play it. So it does, it does, um, it does speed yeah. things up. So for, for those who, uh, if, I think we have some Halo people who are, are in the chat, you know, like the battle passes, you, you pay for a battle pass, you level up your, you, it's like a separate level uh, progression thing. Yeah. Uh, and every time you level up, you unlock perks or gems or emo, uh, emojis, you know, or emoticons, whatever. Which I've never used. Never, never. I'm like, why is this a level some, 30? <laughs> what, some, uh some glyphs for the uh uh what you call it the rifts or something yeah the... yeah and, and uh in every time you level up on the battle pass it also gives you a significant chunk of experience for your for your character and in order to level up your battle pass this is this is what the battle pass does i mean this is what the game does this is how it's addictive in order to level up your battle pass, you do daily activities such as bounties, which are just like go to this area, kill a bunch of monsters, turn it, turn it in, uh, go to do these dungeons. Every time you do dungeons, you, you get some points that goes towards your battle pass. 
go kill elite monsters, do this, do that, yada, yada, yakety smackety. And that's how you spend six hours out on your back porch every morning because you're like, oh, got to get got to get these this 16 bounties out of the way. Got to get got to get these, you know, and then like you it, it's eight bounties a day. And then if you miss a day, then it just like it starts accumulating and like, God, God, I'm behind. Uh, and then it wants you to a uh, standard free to play thing where you have to log in every day to to get some reward. And then yeah. you also first you have kill of the day. First kill of the day. Yeah. It's designed to keep you you playing, uh, which is great when you're binging it short term like I am, and I'm gonna quit pretty pretty soon. But oh, good to good to know. No, I mean I'll I'll, I'll play with you. Our war band is <laughs> never gonna build its first camp. Incorrect, because that's part of one of my milestones for before I quit the game. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. We should we should be we should have the game on and going right now while we podcast just so we can that would be very distracting and, and not a good idea. No. Um but yeah, y- you talk about like doing those daily things, doing the the bounties. I as I've played through the game, I find that there are a lot of things that you can do in this game and I think it's smart on on behalf of the developers to diversify the activities within the game and allow people to play the game the way they want to play it necessarily. So if you're really interested in a story about collecting these stones that were going to help lock some demon away in, in a portal or something, you can, you can play through that story and you can eventually level up. You may have to go do some side quests or, you know, repeat some, some rifts or things like that to be able to get to certain levels. But eventually you can, you can play through that way. If you just want to like chew through some dungeons, play those over and over again. They have the, the, the challenge riffs oh, and yeah. the daily riffs yep, are a yep. great way to just either by yourself or with a group hop into some different dungeons and just start playing just and and just keep leveling up that way. Um, we talked about the bounties, the heliquary. Uh, this is like their <laughs> raid system, right? This yeah. opens up about halfway through where, there is a a demon a, a demon portal, and I think you have to have like eight people, yeah, as, as a minimum. Talking about group, talking to, about raid bosses, that. right? Yeah, and 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 then you hop in and you fight a big old boss. I have done this one time. We were not successful. Uh, <laughs> we we all died. By by the uh, way, this this heliquary thing that we're talking about. After you defeat the raid boss, then you get a gem which you can then put in this this thing called a heliquary. You unlock it, you can upgrade it, and it gives you bonuses for the challenge rifts, and, which like uh, attack speed up, extra health, all that type of stuff. Which, by the way, there is a resource that you can buy to, to unlock extra slots in the heliquary faster. Every th- single th- Every single aspect of this game, you can buy something for it and that's that's the only that that is a critique of mine not because like i don't want to spend money but because there's there are so many resources and it's uh i i looked at my my backpack in the game recently like not the equipment like where all the loot drops but another tab in there 
And there were so many things. I'm like, what do I even do with this? Thankfully, you can click it and it will navigate to where you can spend it. Uh, so I went to some yeah. random place that I don't even recall ever having been to. And it's like, you can spend your gold for legendary items, maybe. Oh, yeah, that guy that like has one of four different like pieces or so, or you can buy like four different types of armor and yeah. maybe get a legendary maybe, one. Maybe, yeah. maybe. I do yeah. I, I do want to talk about uh you you talked about things that we can do. One of those being primarily the story of Diablo Immortal. Uh there there's an aspect of it uh like a kind of PVP aspect of it which is the shadows versus the immortals. I don't know how much you've delved into that yep. so far. Yeah, I've, I've I've unlocked those scrolls and I played one battleground like match just to try it out. Are you are you the shadows or are you the immortals? I think I was shadows. Okay. Okay. Good. Cuz I don't want to have to I don't want to have to kill you when you become corrupted. Um, okay. <laughs> Which it's, is the, it's the job of the shadows to keep the immortals in check <laughs> so that they never get too powerful. So there is that. So that that's kind of an interesting aspect of the game. But the story, here's how I play Diablo, any Diablo game. Like, I don't have time to listen to Kane, Deckard Kane, <laughs> tell, like, oh, you need to defeat the world stone in, in order to seal Diablo back in hell. I, I'm like, come on. I'm trying to level up here. It's a very accurate Deckard Kane impression, by the way. (laughs) I'm just trying to get to the end of the game. I, I beat the game this morning and, and like I had, I had to pee and I'm like, come on, come on. Okay. Okay. This, this has to be the last dungeon. It's not the last dungeon. And (laughs) like people are inviting me to like, uh, dungeons and stuff like that. I'm like, that sounds cool but I want to beat this game. Um, I, I finally did. And I skipped through all of the, <laughs> I skipped through all of it. You've lost all of the colorful context and understanding of the characters. Honestly, I've listened to most of it and I just don't remember any of it. Yeah. So yeah, it's, 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 maybe that's what it is. Is it, it's, it's confusing, right? Like, yeah, it is. It is kind of confusing, but I kind of get that a lot with, really deep like fantasy type worlds in general when they start creating different types of realities and you know portals and things and i'm just like what is this (laughs) this is a what okay all right um yeah, the evil red thing comes through the demon door. Got it. You, you and must I just get keep da- I just keep tapping this button and then the numbers pop up on the screen and then eventually it dies. I I read I read like the first 3 words of the text and it gives me context for the next 3 words of the next text box. And it's like, like a fun little guessing game for you. Yeah. Like, oh, I wonder where the story's going. By but, only l- l- reading one percent of the actual words by the end of the game i'm like i have a dagger and i'm supposed to use this dagger for something yeah i'll figure it out eh. <laughs> navigate to the next spot <laughs> yeah um anyway I, so i i do like i do like the game i think that it is it's free to play the you you sent me a uh, message and you said just to think that we're in a day and age where i'm playing diablo on my phone that that that's that's the craziest thing uh to to me 
that that's the aspect that I I think is undersold on here because you can play the game on PC and it's definitely not going to be like a triple A title, like the best PC game you've ever played because it's, it's built for mobile, right? So when you play on your PC, it's the same experience, just a slightly bigger screen and you can use keyboard mouse, that kind of stuff. Right. But the coolest thing to me is it seems like it really does a great job of saving your state over on the cloud, wherever, whatever server you're, you're on, because I can be sitting down right here at this computer playing. And then my kids are like, Hey dad, let's go to the pool. And I'm like, all right, (laughs) kids. And so I'll escape the game. We'll Uh, go to the pool. I'll pull out my phone and pick right up where I was uh, in the same dungeon in the same spot with the same gear and I'm playing now and ignoring my children who are swimming Help, in water. Dad, we're drowning. <laughs> Keep pressing A, kids. <laughs> it's a cutscene, uh, children. It's a cutscene. Skip the dialogue. <laughs> um, but no, like that's I, you know, breaks at work. I'm like, oh, I can knock out a bounty real quick. Cool. It's Okay, and then and then back to business, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, I I I do feel. At, have you played on the PC at all, or played on on computer at all? I I try I tried one time, and then I was trying to connect. No, I was trying to play mouse and keyboard, and I tried to rebind the keys because anytime I click the mouse, it would just move. It wouldn't it wouldn't attack. Yeah. I, I tried a space bar. And it would it would just move wherever my mouse was pointed currently, and I restarted it. Same thing, and so I hadn't touched it on PC. Yeah, I, I I do play a fair amount on PC, but I think I enjoy the interface on the phone mm-hmm. a little bit better, just because it's got the on screen buttons for all of your attacks, and then you can navigate pretty easily. And I don't know, it just it works. It works really well on the phone. So, um, um, if, I, if, I, if you want, if you want to join our war band, uh. <laughs> it's called Rick and Morty. Um, it's on the Star System server thing, yeah, Star of Azkabar or something. Whatever. I do. Uh, interestingly enough, we're talking about Diablo Immortal. Uh, you mentioned at the start of this conversation about people being like, why don't you just give us Diablo 4? Why are you wasting resources on, on yeah. a mobile game and not Diablo 4? Uh, this last week, last weekend, the Bethesda Microsoft Showcase was was there, um, and we got our glimpse of Diablo 4, lots of gameplay, uh, the re- reveal of the Necromancer class, which was which is in Diablo Immortal as well. Um, and so in everything that was in that Bethesda showcase is coming to game pass day one. Uh, so console and PC Diablo four will be there. Uh, Travis, here's my question. I know the answer, but I'm going to ask it. You going to play Diablo four with me when, uh, day one game pass cross console. Uh, yeah, man, I'm going to, I'm going to have to be in this. It, I keep looking for reasons to get rid of my game pass. And they keep making me have to keep spending that money, even though my Xbox is dying. Um, And I I, I probably do need to upgrade my Xbox to an Xbox one or series X S slash 
seven. Do you not have the Game Pass Ultimate where you can play all that on PC? I do. Oh, okay. 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 So, um, yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, that's how we were playing Halo for a while. Okay. And that's yeah, that's right. We're, we're yeah. doing all that stuff, right? So, um, new Squanch Games game coming oh, out yeah. uh, recently. We'll, we'll we'll talk about it in depth over on Interdimensional RSS at some point. But uh, that's a direct to Game Pass game as mm-hmm. well. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's a, it's a brave new world in, in, in big title gaming where games like Diablo, um, I don't know, all sorts of these big title games, you you can just play them if you, if you just keep your subscription active, right? Like you (laughs) just just keep, keep feeding the machine. Here's, here's the, here's the one thing I, I want to not happen for Diablo 4 which is this is free to play. I'm, I'm good with it. I understand it's free to play and you have, and you're trying to recoup your costs with your 10 million downloads. Uh, like, Ooh, like that's the metric. That's, that's the important metric that we get gain from this uh, blizzard is 10 million downloads. T- TikTok has 10 million. <laughs> like there, there's all these other apps that are free to download that have, all, that's not a clear indicator of how much people enjoy your product. Anyways, not, that that's the point. What I don't want from Diablo Four is the all of the microtransactions. I understand, oh, like yeah. I understand, like some cosmetic things. You know, I think everybody at this point in time kind of accepts cosmetics because it doesn't affect your gameplay. It doesn't let you uh, get a higher level faster before everybody else. But if Diablo Four has all of that, all the microtransactions. Uh, then I'm going to be like, okay, all right, that's you don't need to do that, especially when people are paying eighty dollars for the game when it's not on Game Pass. Um, are, are you going to skip through the whole story on Diablo Four? Um, n- well, if I'm playing with you and playing with size mode, I no, I probably won't. No, this it, it, I think it's different too, a little bit on the phone because on the phone, like it's it is comfortable to play on the phone. But when you're playing for six hours straight, then you know, you're a yeah, a little sore yeah. over time. Yeah. Um, another free to play game. We're talking about free to play games. Another one that was announced before. It's been announced for a long time, but it is actually coming out free to play in the fall. I think is Overwatch Two. Uh, Overwatch Two, which is a which is no, a, I'm f- I'm familiar. Which with is a game that yeah, yeah, the yeah. Travis likes. Overwatch. It's a game where you sit in a like guard shack <laughs> just watching a gate. Yep, it's uh you just watch over things. <laughs> um yeah, I I guess I didn't realize it was going to be free to play. Yeah, that that came out um in this last weekend during the Microsoft Bethesda showcase. So, do they just not sell enough titles and so they're just made it free to play? Is that how that went down? I don't I don't I don't know. I think was that a was that a COVIDism? Because I I have I I'm a huge Overwatch fan. I have an Overwatch giant mouse pad right in front of me right now. There's little Overwatch characters. You can see that pink thing right there is an Overwatch character. Like <laughs> big Overwatch fan. Sure. Um Overwatch 2 seemed interesting to me, but also like trying to take a good thing and just see if they can squeeze more money out of it. Uh, so making it free to play, I was just like, 
I don't know. Like that's that's the, I, like this. I'm learning this now in the yeah. podcast. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so, I mean they're they're going to continue to make money through, you know, loot crates and or loot boxes and all that other stuff that yeah. they've that they've made on Overwatch um, for a long time. From, from, but yeah, th- this is from the Verge. Uh, reading, I'm reading an article from the Verge. It's launching in early access and on October fourth. Uh, it'll be on PC, Xbox, PS. PlayStation and Nintendo Switch. Uh, and in a press release, Mike Ibarra, uh, president of Blizzard, says, can't wait to roll out the Overwatch 2 experience. Um, an always on and always evolving era for the franchise. Uh, it, uh, let's see. It all, they also plan to have a reveal event live stream that takes place in just in on the 16th of June at 1 p.m. Eastern. Uh, but yeah, it, it seems like talking about that early access thing uh, yeah we'll, we'll see we'll, we'll we'll see we'll see how it goes i think blizzard maybe is like testing the water with like oh with this new diablo and being like you know what we can probably recoup any costs for development <laughs> by by just selling stuff i i'm i'm going to i'm going to put on my cynic hat a little bit here and feel like Overwatch, even though it was a massive, huge game, they built their own esports league around it. Like it, it was for a while, almost felt like the future of of Blizzard's like business model. And then the underwhelming announcement of Overwatch Two, the like it almost coincided with a lot of people seeming to move away from Overwatch and onto other games. Apex Legends was was rising at that time. Yeah. Halo Halo has had a lot of success as essentially free to play uh for for their their PVP type game, right? And I think the move to make Overwatch free to play is is a way to bring back a lot of those players because Overwatch 2 you're not going to you're not going to play Overwatch and then go play Overwatch 2. Overwatch 2 is the replacement of Overwatch. Yeah. Like you're not you're not going to play Overwatch 1 anymore. There's going to be aspects of Overwatch 2 where you can probably have battles and and types of things that that feel like the original version of Overwatch, but I this this game I think is exists to replace the 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 previous game and so um hopefully hopefully it's well received hopefully people play it uh my my son loves playing overwatch now and so i like to go in there and just play arcade i am i am not at the level where i can play competitive uh really consistently um but i still love playing overwatch because it's just the the team aspect of it still appeals to me so there there's there's something there's something here that is intriguing to me it's it's this idea of like uh, team based shooters or shooters in general, like Counter Strike or uh, Call of Duty, uh, Battlefield, all, all all that all that thing. Even like Madden to to a certain extent, where the the games don't really change that much, but there are like small differences. And if you're so invested in in one type of gameplay or mechanic then then there the the company has to come up with a way to get the consumer to migrate to the newer product yeah and 
Um, especially in this day and age where games are are expensive. There's so there's so much to play, there's so much to do. Why why would they move to this this new this new ecosystem or, or platform? Uh yeah, a free to play would boost 10 million downloads probably day one. <laughs> I I hate, I hate I hate to give credit where credit's due, but hats off to Fortnite. Fortnite broke the mold, right? Fortnite was free to play, and they made all the money. But how did they do that? How did they keep people engaged, keep the game feeling fresh, keep dollars coming in, keeping kids begging their parents to swipe their card one more <laughs> time, right? It's... It's this battle pass model, right? It's the seasons, right? So adding seasons to Fortnite, they they were able to completely reinvent the game every few months. You you have a big event at the end of a season, all of a sudden a monster attacks the island, you change the map around, you add a couple new rules. And for this season, now you can go on the water instead of you can't, or you can drive cars, or you can build, or you cannot build. Oh, and by the way, within this season, if you buy the Battle Pass again, mm-hmm. you also can unlock all of these different emotes and costumes I'm, and skins and all that kind of I'm stuff. Gonna, right? I'm going to so, go. I'm going to go even further back, and I know I'm going to say this example. And if anybody's listening, that 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 knows more about game history than than I do. You're going to be like, yeah, but what about this? you geek aid guys? <laughs> what about, what about, still listen? <laughs> what about this game and, and this, this series? So I'm going to go back before Fortnite, just using the reference that I know, which is League of Legends, which is like they, I mean, they were doing that stuff before Fortnite came out. Sure. Uh, it, but like all of these like mini evolutions in like Farmville, all these mini evolutions of microtransactions and and advancing the game slowly and then unlocking new characters or unskins and stuff like that. Oh, you can unlock the skins normally, but if you play the game a lot, you know, and then and Fortnite then takes that. Uh, let's also say Roblox. Let's put Roblox out there uh, for you know those Robux. Want the kids trying to play all these free to play games? It's just filled to the brim with people wanting to microtransaction. But then Fortnite took that to their credit and I think they they put it in a first person PUBG-esque environment which PUBG being hot at the time when Fortnite was around. Mm-hmm. And then putting all these aspects together uh to create something yeah. that is is still living on and and uh is there going to be a Fortnite 2 eventually? Well, and that and that's where I think it's like is there world bring, of war, world of warcraft 2 yet like if it's not broken then why would you yeah. create a new one and I, I think that's the intent with overwatch 2 right is to replace overwatch as a ecosystem as a you know overwatch was a game where you had you know your your standard you know pvp you had a competitive mode. Yeah. They added an arcade mode eventually where you could mix up some of the mechanics within the games and make them more interesting or, or more dynamic. But that was that that was Overwatch. Like it's it's it was built and really emphasized over the last few years to be a a balanced competitive esports game because you wanted to have a team with a certain number of players. You could 
you know, balance out those teams and have consistent matches with different, different things like that. And I think at its core, Overwatch will always try to remain to a degree that type of game. But now instead of releasing 20 new characters in an Overwatch 2 and then saying, all right, here's the new version. I hope, hope you play this for a few years. <laughs> it's it's going to be that evolutionary type of model where, hey, we're releasing the free-to-play version of Overwatch 2 starting in October. Here are three new characters coming out with that release. And you're going to be able to buy these this pass or you're going to be able to buy this thing or you're going to buy these loot boxes to unlock additional skins for these characters. Oh, and you're going to get your legacy skins because you were, you owned the original overwatch and that's going to happen for three months, five months, whatever. And then, Oh, check it out. New thing going on. There's, there's, there's a new, the the meta instance. There's yeah. And the meta meta changes, they add a new character. They, they release a new story, a new map, and then the game just continues to build like that. They, right? they, they, so, ba- they balance, they buff, they nerf characters, uh, th- their abilities. Uh, somebody's somebody's attack does like ten percent less damage now. Uh, this other person been doing for years too. Sure. So it's just yeah. I don't know. They're, yeah, I I thought I think they thought they could sell a different type of Overwatch game with Overwatch 2 and fans were not as interested in that as so I'm I'm curious to see what we actually get in October like what version of Overwatch 2 we get compared to early release trailers and announcements and things like that mm-hmm. uh for those playing at home Dota 2 <laughs> uh was one of the first known examples of a battle pass concept um so uh, that according to Wikipedia no, well, okay. I don't know if well, that matters. <laughs> it's, but uh, yeah, Dota, Dota two, Dota two from from Valve. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. The games are games are changing. It's it's cool because you can play a lot of stuff for free, but then it's also they get your money one way or the, one way or the other. <laughs> um, and then the rest of us keep spending, you know, fifteen bucks a month or whatever it is. Uh, just to play a whole bunch of other stuff. Um, we we had intended to review uh the latest MCU offering in this episode, right? We're we're gonna we're gonna talk about Miss Marvel, right? Um, but there's one other game that we haven't discussed that, that you played. I think it again falls into this idea. This has basically become a gaming episode. So if you're a, a Miss Marvel fan, uh sorry. Uh we're gonna we're gonna discuss that in a couple of weeks after a few more episodes come out, apparently. And, uh, but I want to, I want to know about Rift Tracks. Uh, what, what is, what is this game and, and explain to us, uh, this, this is another game pass game, right? Uh, <laughs> no, this, this one is not a game pass game. It's uh, not? it is not, it is not a game pass game. If it is, I, Ooh, Matt just, he wasted money on me. Uh, oh. <laughs> no. So Rift Tracks, if you know anything about Mystery Science Theater 3000, you know that I love that show, and and in watching a movie, <laughs> uh, yeah, I did say I did say that weird. Doesn't matter. Yeah, uh, right. you, you these these people watch these movies and make jokes uh, about things happening on screen, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Well, Rift Tracks is some of the original folks from MST3K, uh, Mike Nelson, uh, 
Rob something. Uh, anyway, they went on to Kevin Murphy, yeah. Bill Corbett. Yeah, there you go. Bill Corbett. They went on from MST3K. They started up Rift Tracks, which you can follow here on Twitch. Uh, they're on Twitch, wherever you are. Um, and, and they watch movies and they do the same thing, right? Well, Rift Tracks came out with a game. And if you've ever played any of the Jackbox games, you know this kind of format where you buy the software and then you can play on your mobile device. You go to the website and then you can play along with the game uh, on, on your phone. And so how the game how the game works is they show some public domain footage and it taught like there's a scene that's showing a scene where like a kid's talking to some other kid and then it says insert riff here and then it goes to your mobile device and on your mobile device you type in what you think would be funny for for that particular scene and then uh a like microsoft sam kind of ai voice will then uh say say the riff for you so example if the scene is hey johnny where'd you get that coca-cola and then it says, insert your riff here. It would be like, hey, Johnny, where'd you get that Coca-Cola? I got it from the Coca-Cola ship. <laughs> and then and it'll repeat it again. Hey, Johnny, where'd you get that Coca-Cola? I'm not drinking Coca-Cola. This is an ANW root beer. You know, like whatever, whatever. And then so just hilarious, hilarious, ideas. <laughs> hilarious idea. Hey, Johnny, where'd you get that Coca-Cola? This isn't a Coca-Cola. This is, this is a, this, a this, this is black tire heroin. <laughs> there you go. Hey, good. Yeah, that would be good. So then your all three of those riffs, you would you'd vote on them, and then you get points based on which which riff is the best. And then there there you go. So Matt bought this game for me. Uh and the other night. Him and on I were, Game Pass, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's I think it's on Xbox and NPC and a couple other platforms. And he and I were playing, and we're, we're cracking up. And then I went to my son, who likes MST3K. Like, you want to play this game? He said, Yeah, of course. And so then my son Matt and I were playing and just cracking up. It's just it's so so good. Uh, my my kid is wittier then then he gives himself credit for or i give him credit for because he was like oh that was that was you there's a scene where there's like a truck coming down the road and it's coming towards the camera and there's a kid in like a monkey mask <laughs> and it's like it zooms in on him and it's like oh no here here it comes and the 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 kid in the monkey mask is like oh no and then it says insert your riff here right as the kid walks into the street and I, I forget what I said. I forget what Matt says, but my kid put, he put, oh no, now I'll never be able to drink a beer. <laughs> <laughs> it, was like, it was out, it was out of nowhere. Like that's, that's it's good, man. That's good. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I'll go ahead and uh, sit on uh, my invitation for, for Rift Tracks, uh, which never happened. Uh, we- know, maybe September. Yeah, so I have it on. I have it on Xbox. If I can connect my Xbox to Twitch, then check this out. Didn't, didn't you buy a a capture card? 
And that's it for apathetic enthusiasm. <laughs> I don't know where we're that... gonna go test some things. Uh... I don't. I don't know where. It, I don't know where it is. I don't know where. I found mine. Card. I have my capture card. I just don't have a use for it right now. I thought about hooking up my Raspberry Pi and playing old ROMs on it. Um, totally legal ROMs. Uh, anyway, that'll about do it. Uh, okay, so riff, riff tracks sounds like a cool idea. Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's, I, li- I like it's the, the party aspect of it. Um, uh, Matt, cool. Matt, Matt was, uh, you know, we, we we wanted we wanted more people to play with us. Uh, but here's the thing. It, this is my this is my opinion when it comes to games where people have to be witty. Obviously, my Coca Cola <laughs> uh, riffs were not funny. I was just trying to get the the point out. But just like with Cards Against Humanity or any of these games where people are trying to be witty, some people are they're just they're just not. And don't try to get the people who aren't, because then it's then it's like. Hey Johnny, <laughs> where'd you get that Coca Cola? I from got the it. Coca Cola store. I got that from the vending machine. Fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Matt, one of one of Matt's best riffs was uh, I, f- I forget what the scene was. Oh, oh, it, the the scene was uh, it was like a how to do video, um, and it was like. You can decorate boxes with dried grass. It's like shows me like putting glue on the box and then putting a dry glass, the dried grass, and then it says insert your riff here. Uh, and Matt's riff was no, <laughs> <laughs> the best, the best, oh. so good, so good. All right, everybody, that's our show. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. That's our show. Watch Miss <laughs> Marvel on Disney Plus. Watch Miss Marvel, so everybody. Talk about it in two weeks. It's got cool into the Spider Verse vibes. That's all I have to say. I yeah. like it. You should like it too. Um, if you want to support this show, the best thing you could do is just leave us a review. Head out to wherever you consume this content, whether that's YouTube or your podcatcher of choice. If they have the option to rate or review this podcast, and you haven't done that already, well, now's the time. Thank you so much to everybody that has or that will or that is willing. Uh, and, and thanks to everybody that continues to subscribe, download, listen, follow, all of those things. Uh, we are, we are going to head over now to a little bit of our Twitch-only post-show. Uh, if you want to be a part of that, make sure that you're following us over on twitch.tv slash enthusiasm. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Until next time, I am Travis. And I am Brandon. Thank you so much for listening. Bop it. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 